Welcome to Daybreak Devotions, a podcast version of the daily radio ministry of the McLeansville Baptist Church with your host, Pastors Mike Barnett and Corey Cantrell. We're so glad to be here with you on this first episode of Daybreak Devotions. I turn it over to you. This is the inaugural one. So this right here sets the precedence for everything moving forward. Well, I got to say, I really appreciate that rooster crowing because without that rooster, I might have opened this up by saying, welcome to mid-morning manna. I, the, the, the habit is going to be hard to break, I'm afraid, because it just, just flows off your tongue, but we'll get through it and we'll adapt. That's right. So expect the unexpected and expect the expected. The expected would be that we're going to mess it up every now and then. And the unexpected would be when we don't. That That's where we're already at. That's so right. So this has been an unexpected surprise already. <laughs> but I, I think uh, it would be wise. First of all, it'd be good to say thank you for tuning in. Many of you perhaps who have listened to Mid-Morning Manna through the years and our old time of 1030 in the morning. Well, now we are in the early morning. Early we're morning. in the daybreak. And so we're coming to you with uh, what is going to be not a not an unfamiliar way of doing our program, but certainly one in which we we have looked at it and said, you know, if we're going to start at a different time, kind of start with a fresh stepping off on the brand new year, let, let's look at how we want to change the format of the program a little bit. And so I, I would say, uh, or I would ask you, like, how would you describe what we're trying, what we're going to try to accomplish with this program? I think one of the things is to springboard off of some of at least the successful broadcast that you and I did together of the the conversational devotional style approach and and I think it it goes hand in hand so much with even what we've been talking about at the church lately talking through your faith and talking through the things that the Lord is doing in your heart it helps to instill it not only in yourself but also for other people to be able to listen to people talking about it, it helps to maybe even raise some questions for them and click some lights on, oh, okay, well, I'm hearing it now. So I think that conversational approach will be very beneficial moving forward and, and provide a different element to things. Well, and there will be some times just because, you know, getting together to do a radio program every day, uh, you and I are both going to have things that we have to do. There'll be times I'm away, you're away. So sometimes it may be just one of us. Yes. And sometimes we may have other guests with us mm-hmm. because to the point you were just making, most all of us that are faithful, we're attending our churches we're hearing preaching, and man, you can't replace the teaching of God's Word in the church with a pastor, but there's another element of learning in which we have conversation, Yes, and where I'm sharing my thoughts, and you're then sharing thoughts, and we're able to bounce those off of each other and learn from each other. So while the radio listener can't, per se, join in the conversation, they can listen to conversation, and again, as you said, that'll generate some things, and that made me think, one of the things that I I think it would be good to stress with our new program, our new Daybreak Devotion program, is encouraging listeners to write to us. Yes. You know, we have an email address here at McLeansville Baptist Church. Do, do you know what it is? I sure do. It is office5205, and then the letters mbc at gmail.com. So office5205mbc. Maybe we need a Daybreak Devotions email. Ooh. See this? See, it's already happening. We'll put a guy on that. 
Yep, right here live on the program. And if you know you prefer, feel free to write us at P.O. Box 197, McLeansville, North Carolina, 27301. Wow, that's like old school. Absolutely. But we love old school. Now, why would why would I say to write us? Well, I, I think if you have some questions that that would challenge us a little bit to look into the Scriptures and maybe offer some, you know, maybe we, we, we don't have all the answers. That's that's a given. But we could look into the Scriptures, and it would that would be a way that the listener participates in this sure. because it would challenge us to go into God's Word prayerfully and try to find answers to those questions to help. I know for me, I've listened to a couple of podcasts over the last year or two where that's kind of the format. Questions are presented, and they're answered biblically. And that's been really good. I mean, sometimes it is, I mean, sometimes some tough questions are posed. Mm-hmm. But if we don't ask those questions and try to seek those answers, you know, that's just another way we're going to stay stale. And I think, too, there will undoubtedly be times where you and I will know what one another are talking about. But maybe to the listener, we say something that is a little unclear or maybe raises some That's about questions. once an episode, probably. Absolutely. And so we would encourage the opportunity maybe to clarify or to... Uh, to build on what we were talking about, because we want to be understood more than anything, and we want to clearly present the truths in God's Word. So we welcome correspondence, questions, and concerns. So again, in this first uh, broadcast of the new Daybreak Devotions, we're really trying to lay some groundwork. We want to give you a sense of what you're going to be listening to. We hope to be welcoming a number of our members from McLeansville Baptist Church who might have been working or unable to tune in at 10.30 but could join us now, as well as perhaps some of you on your way to work right now uh, at 6.30 in the morning and uh, trucking it on in to get to the job. Now, if you're working those banker hours, you're probably not on your way to work yet. Probably not, but maybe we're catching you in your morning cup of coffee and we can become part of your morning ritual and routine that way. I'm like the boldness and you're like the cream to the coffee. Huh. It's because I'm just so sweet and pleasant. Well, yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, let's get off of the bad jokes. Uh, so some other things that we have wanted to do uh, is is to, as you you alluded to, we, we do some of those conversational devotions, but we did the Monday mornings in Mark in Mid-Morning Manna largely through the early part of last year or the year before or Basically, all the Basically, the second half of 21 and the first half of 22. Right. So we there went, you go. I think we went July to July on what was going to be like uh, six weeks course. Well, there you go. So this way we can kind of not be rushed on that, as apparently we weren't yeah. with that. But we'll, we'll study maybe some books of the Bible or some topics uh, that that you know that are on our our heart. Uh, one of the things we talked about doing was making some resource recommendations mm-hmm. as a regular uh, part of our program. Uh, maybe a weekly resource, a monthly resource, or all of the above. And what we mean by that is books. Magazine articles, um, blogs, podcasts, anything that we're utilizing that are providing help or special benefit, perhaps on a topic that we're discussing or anything like that, that we can provide along to recommend to you to help further that. I'll leave you with the magazines and blogs. All right. Yeah, I don't I don't know a lot of those. But, but anyway, also, uh, we thought it would be helpful to talk about sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes to take current events, especially if they're big things like, for example— you remember that little thing called COVID a couple of years ago? I'm familiar. And then you've got things like war in in the world. And, and, and so there's, there's things that come up. And I don't want to be political. We don't want to really be political, although politics are important and part of life. But what we want to do is take sometimes when we feel led 
take those things and frame them scripturally and spiritually into the larger story of God so that we avoid the trap or help the listeners and ourselves avoid the trap of getting caught up in the small story. Mm-hmm. So major breaking news, right, becomes this huge story, but it's always the small story when you look at the larger story God is telling throughout history. And so if we can take some of those things, capture them, frame them, that would be good. And I think one of the things, too, that's good about that is it helps us to break down the wall between, you know, real life and, you know, life with God. Because ultimately, now I know our our listeners couldn't see, there were a lot of air quotes going on there, because real life and life with God are one and the same. And so the current events and things that are going on, how they impact our day-to-day life, how my job is impacted, ultimately impacts how you know my relationship with Christ is right now. And, and we ought to be able to discuss things going on in the world through the lenses of Scripture because that brings God into my day-to-day life. Yes, it does. And um, bringing the life of Jesus into a practical reality— to help our brothers and sisters with that. Are you hearing that squeaking? Yes. That's me. It's me. Oh, I've been over here okay. with my pen doing, okay, I'm just doing it for everybody will know. It's me. So anyway, um, I guess, you know, we mentioned maybe having some special guests sometimes. Uh, we'll bring in some guys from our church or maybe some gals from our church. And, and then, of course, one carryover from Mid-Morning Manna would have to be Friday Fun Day. Of course. You've you got to have some Friday Fun Day thrown in there. So we'll be looking for some fun. Matter of fact, you've got a fun song that your wife recommended for Friday Fun Day. I sure do. That might be our intro or at least the initial intro for and, Friday. And I'm sure she's listening right now at 640 or whatever it is. So I want to say shout out to Charity. We appreciate that recommendation because coming up with Friday Fun Day songs can be tough. Well, speaking of songs, now might be a good time to sort of kind of transition a little We have a song that you heard when we opened up the broadcast today, if you were with us right at the beginning. Of course, you heard our illustrious rooster. We like to call him Sergeant Carter. Oh, Sergeant Carter. Sergeant Carter, that's right. You remember Sergeant Carter on the Gomer Pyle USMC? How he would come walking in, all right, you outfit, you knuckleheads, you lame brains, get up, get up, get up, get up, attention, get... You know, that's kind of what our rooster does to everybody who's kind of stumbled through waking up, pouring their coffee, and at 6.30 they hear Sergeant Carter go off. Boom. We're going to take uh, the remainder of our time today, and we're going to give our very first daybreak devotion. And what we'll want to do is talk through, we're going to look at Psalm 1. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. But the premise of how we want to go about doing the devotions here on a daily basis, we're really interested in encouraging you as the listener into a deeper walk with God. Uh, discipleship is a is a huge theme for us, and this this past year we've come out of a year where we talked about soul care, spiritual warfare, and we really finished up the year really emphasizing a terminology of renewal, renewing the mind, spiritual formation, and our theme at the church this year it's centered around the word renovation, and that's what you can expect from Daybreak Devotions. We want to help you go deeper into that walk with God. Passages like Second Peter chapter one, passages like Matthew six, or really Matthew five through seven, passages like John fifteen, Jesus said, "Abide in me." And Romans chapter twelve. I was reading Romans twelve through fourteen this morning, and boy, those three chapters, man, I tell you what, if we could learn to live by what Paul wrote in those three chapters, Colossians three, Ephesians four. There's so many places that really help us understand what it means to live a truly Christ 
Christ-centered life where we're following Jesus and we're putting off the old man, we're being transformed into a new man. So uh, that, that's kind of the premise of, of what we're, we're looking to do with the devotions. And I think that applies into each and every one of our lives. Every single Christian is called into renovation. We're all called into renewal. We are all called to be transformed into the image of Christ, and that is what we are working towards and what we are striving to accomplish. And so anything that we can do in our life that helps that process, we absolutely want to discover and implement it uh, full force into our lives, and that's what we hope to accomplish each morning. Well, let's look at Psalm 1 this morning, and uh, and I'm going to read the first three verses of the psalm, and we'll spend our time there. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And I was thinking about this as a, a great kickoff passage for us, but a great kickoff to the first, you know, first Monday of the new year. It's January second, but here's we get things going. We're still in sort of. I think I think most of us are still are still in the uh, new year mindset, and I think at least for the first week we feel that way. So one of the things that we will do all through this week, probably when we see somebody that we haven't seen yet, is we're going to wish one another a happy new year. And we should be doing that. That's a great thing to greet one another with. And I got to thinking about in this passage, we see the key to true happiness. And that that key to true happiness is found in our turning away from the world and delighting ourselves in the meditation of God's word. So the again the turning away or the separation from the world the more we can practice separating from the world and the more we can practice saturating our hearts and minds in God's truth so as i think about reflection and anticipation for a new year looking back on 2022 looking ahead to 2023 anticipation and reflection meet right here have i made progress in my journey this year in in my efforts to turn away from the world and be saturated in God's Word. Progress is measured by how much I have shaken off the bindings of the world and how much deeper my love for Jesus and my walking in the Spirit have become. And so as I then turn to thinking about what I hope for the coming year, that is anchored in the same things. I, I, it will be, if this year's good, it will be because I am, I am learning to shake off the bindings of the world and I'm learning to go deeper in my love for, for Christ and my walk in the Spirit. So I want to have less of everything else and more of Christ. Now, if we think about those terms and conditions as a way to have a blessed, blessed, meaning happy, a blessed new year, then when I say to you, Happy New Year, brother, I mean, I am wishing you a, a year in which you will walk away from the world and walk deeper with Christ. Now, that's a good blessing. Absolutely. But it's only a good blessing if that's something that you're interested in doing. You know, otherwise it becomes a, uh, a charge of condemnation. Like if, if, you're a, if you're kind of living a life where, you know, oh, I'm, I'm content in the world. Why do I want to walk away from the world? And, and I think the reason that it's important to highlight that out is because maybe you look back on this past year and, and you think, well, man, I, progress. I didn't, have, I didn't have any progress. I, it, this was a year like every other year. Well, that's okay. Make this year be the year that we determine to have some progress, that we get serious about this thing, that we say, you know what, 
I'm tired of being in the rut that I've been in for the last X number of years. You can't change the last X number of years, but you can start today and make this year matter and have that blessed new year. Right. The past, we have to let that go. We learn from it, and we'll continue to learn from it. And we can use it as a as a, as a um, encouragement or to propel us. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be. I'm going to propel forward off of that. If I'm not satisfied with my, I'm motivated. Motivation's to the word. Yeah. Now, how come I couldn't think of that? See, that's why we're both here. That's right. Well, so the the answer to the question for the person who says, "Well, I'm. I, how, why would I want to progress? I. What if I'm content in the world? Well, that comes in the next part of this, because he says. The one that walks away from the world and delights himself in God's word, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. We have people that are just kind of skating by or sort of just, I, I don't know the phrase I'm trying to look for, but they're, they're not, life is not really producing for them, and it's not satisfying. This is a life of satisfaction. This is a life of productivity. This is a life of substance. You know, if you look at the latter part of the psalm, you get on in there and he talks about the wicked. They're like the chaff, which the wind blows away. There's no substance to them. But this is a person with substance, a substantive life. And that's the kind of life I want. So why would I want to shake off more and more of the world or let go of the world and, and walk deeper with Jesus? That's the answer. I want my life to have substance. His leaf shall not wither whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. We will also say something like, hey, I wish you a prosperous new year, right? Mm -hmm. Prosperity. And that's a common greeting. That's a wish for another during the season. Well, being planted by the ever-flowing river of God's life brings us to true and timely prosperity. I want his life flowing in, through, and out of my own life. And as I thought about that, it makes me think the truth is we could even hope that God's life would so fill us and so flood out of uh, in and out of us that our life becomes swallowed up in God's life, so much so that we ourselves seem to have no life of our own, but only God. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I, I'm trying to say that the right way and, and maybe slowly and think it through, but wouldn't that be a truly prosperous new year? Absolutely. And I think the way that you explain it and the way that it makes it sound, it's almost like, well, man, Pastor Mike, you're saying that I, I should be looking to, to lose my individuality, lo lose who I am and just kind of become, you know, swallowed up by God. And on the one hand, yes, that's what we are looking to do. But the beautiful thing about what God desires to do through each person is to take you as an individual and flourish through your individual life, to be, to have yourself so filled with him to be prospering in such a way that the fruit that you're bearing and that you're presenting to everybody else is God in you to everywhere that you go and in everything that you do. Yeah, the um, the way of understanding that is the more we are, our life is being swallowed up by the life of God, we're actually not losing our identity. Mm -hmm. We're discovering our identity. We are not being made into little carbon copies of Jesus. Yes. What we are being made into is the version of myself Jesus would be if he were me. That's a very freeing thought. Yes. I don't have to be just like Jesus. I have to be me the way Jesus would be me 
if he were me. I, I, boy, I tell you what, that thought takes – that's worthy of spending some time reflecting on. Sure. As you were saying what you were saying, I thought of Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19 where Paul said, My little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Paul, his whole goal was that the life of Jesus would become the life of every person there in that church in Galatia, every Christian, every believer, that the life of Christ would be formed or brought forth in them. And that's what we're after for the new year. And I think you see that too, even just looking at Jesus and his disciples. He taught all 12 of those men the exact same thing, but never, but never looked at Peter and said, Peter, why can't you be more like John? Look mm-hmm. at look at how John is developing. Look at how he you should be more like John. Or he didn't do any of that. He taught them individually what they needed to hear to be the children of God that the Father was making them into being. God loves you as you are for who you are. Yes. He made you for who you are. Your personality is wonderful to him. You know, you think about how we look at our children and Every one of them are different, and we love each one of them for for what they bring differently. Yes. Uh, that that's what that specialness and that uniqueness. God's all into that. He's not into making. Well, this is a big thing in our church this year. We we're talking about unity, not uniformity. Right. And unity is found in the life of Christ in each of us as individuals. But we get to be who we are, and that's a that's a wonderful thing. So one of the things that we want to encourage you to do is keep a pen and pencil handy when you, if you're able to. Now, not if you're driving. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you want to make sure you have something to write with. We often want to leave you with some things uh, to challenge you. And, and I think uh, as we go off today, I had a few questions that I would pose, just some reflection questions to take with you at the close of this devotion today. What are 2022's biggest lessons learned for you? So you spend some time reflecting on that. What am I bringing out of 2022 as my biggest lessons learned? And then I would ask this second question. Think about it with yourself in time of meditation. What is in your heart right now as you move into 2023? In other words, what are you thinking? What are you longing for? What is moving you right now as you move into 2023? God comes and he works and he speaks and he leads us through our thoughts, our feelings, our desires. We have to consecrate those things, but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about taking these questions, making them a matter of prayer, consecrating them to him, and letting him answer them in your heart. And we thank you for joining us on today's program. We hope that you'll tune in with us each and every day right here on Daybreak Devotions as Pastor Mike and I will discuss various topics in God's Word. If you've got any questions, comments, we would love to hear from you at daybreakdevotion at gmail.com. 